The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, hello, I am Jay Garvin. This is the Jay Garvin Show. My number is 719-330-1457. We're going to have a fun hour together, four separate segments. If you've never heard my name before, I'm Jay, and I'm your friend. You don't even want to know what happened to me today. I have been justifying and debating with real estate agents on contracts with foundations with clients that I love that can't find an annuity document. I got loan officers that are on antibiotics and are talking like some sort of video game. But when I come in here with you in the studio, it's just you and I. See, because I don't teach from a professor's podium. I don't read a book to figure out what I'm going to tell you guys, even though today's show is about a book review, and I love doing that. I'll give you the chip of that in a second. No pun intended on that. But you and I walk through life together. I tell you about real estate. I tell you about mortgage. I tell you about everything that is involved in your life and building wealth and deep relationships. And that's why I love this 56 Minutes with you. And whether you're listening live here on Saturday when Matt and I are sitting in the studio looking out at the sun or whether you're Monday or Tuesday night, I appreciate you just sharing 15 minutes, 8 minutes, 3 minutes, or 56 minutes with you during this time. Now, when the end game comes and there's bills in my mailbox at the end of the month and I need to pay KRDO Studios, I do appreciate the fact that you call me and allow me to help you with your purchase and refinance transaction. So, when we're coming... Matt, what in the heck is that siren, my friend? Are you telling me, buddy? We got a no-notice guest coming in here. At the studio, doors open, coming in. I got Austin Darby at the microphone, man. He's looking a little deerstruck. How are you, my friend? Not doing too bad, Jay. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) You know, you'll be on again, but you guys, Austin Darby is a friend of mine. He is an actual insurance broker. What's the name of your agency, my friend? It's Austin Darby at the Main Street Agency, LLC. Awesome. Now, you guys listening, I'm talking to people like Gene or even Alan. You know, with FedEx, you've been listening here for years. I have only ever endorsed one other insurance guy. Remember, Matt, Mike Daniels with the insurance agency. Great, great guy. But um, if you guys have not taken a head-to-toe look at Austin Darby, this is really, quite honestly, the most handsome insurance broker I've ever met. Oh, no, he's <laughs> Jay, you're too much. He's very tall. He, he's, he makes, ju- well, Justin makes me look short as well. But uh, I actually met this man through Justin Hermes, who has got a radio show also, 1030s on Sundays. But I wanted to bring you in, my friend. It was at my happy hour that we got to connect, right? Yes, sir. And you are insurance man, but uh, tell me a little bit. Why insurance broker rather than go to a designated agency? Um, I wanted to have my own business plan. I wanted to set up my own, I guess, scheme of where I was going. And Absolutely. I wanted to be able to broker out to multiple companies. I actually had offers from other, you know, I had brokerages. I had other insurance agencies that offered me positions. Dude, you're in your 20s, right? And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just turned 26. Dude, that's amazing. That's when I got into the military, man. So the reason I have Austin here is this, you guys. 
Um, I'm starting to cut commercials for him. I'm doing a live endorsement right now. I don't endorse. You guys know there's been less than a half a dozen people ever endorsed. My, my, my top dog, of course, is Bill and Rhonda McAfee at Empire. Seven years now they've been with me. But this guy, I know I'm going to say it. You... You're a hustler, my friend. I mean, would you say that's what sets you apart from your competition? I think that's why you, Justin, and I have connected. It's, yeah. it's been because we answer the phone. We get stuff we done. We get things done. Yep. Exactly. And we're honest. And if you don't get a good policy, if you don't get a good mortgage, if you don't get a good house, we don't sell it. We walk away and we say, you know what, if we wouldn't do this for a family, we wouldn't do it for you. Why don't you tell the folks, what's the best way to get a hold of you for a good, honest insurance quote and something we need, I'll tell you why we need it, but what's the best way of the listeners to get a hold of you, my friend? Yeah, my cell phone seven one nine four six four four seven zero five and my email is Austin at the Mainstreetagency dot com. The reason you need to talk to Austin right now, you guys, I have seven properties. Five of them are with USAA, two of them are with Safeco, and now I've got Austin taking a look at one of my properties right now over on Lafayette because after this hailstorm last year, three of my six rentals went up, and you need to look at comprehensive coverage, right, Austin? You need to look at pricing. You need to make sure that your deductibles, people get you instead of $2,000 deductible, now they got a 2%, and on a $300,000 exactly. house, that's now a $6,000 deductible. Those are all important things people should look at, right? Exactly, and that's the thing, too. It doesn't matter if you have a claim or not. It's area code. Yep. So if you live in an area code where there's been multiple, multiple claims and a company like USAA and Colorado Springs takes a hit, yep. it's a heavy military area. Absolutely. They take a hit. They have extreme costs. Absolutely. And that causes the rates to go up. And that's where your policy goes up even if you don't have a claim. That's why you always need to be shopping. Absolutely. And you want people right now, my radio listeners, to give you a call. Give your number one more time. It's 719-464-4705. Okay, that's good. Now, you want people to call, but you don't want anybody ghosting you, do you, baby? No, no, no. No, tell no, me I'm... about it. Tell me about the cougar oh, who man. ghosted you. Because I... I got cougars on this show right now, Nella. You know who you are. Oh, man. Don't I... be calling Austin and ghost him. This... Some of you don't even know what that is. Tell him what ghosting is, my friend. It's a thing of your generation. This lady gives me a call, and she says, hey, uh... 10 o'clock Friday morning. Let's meet up. Let's go to happy hour afterwards. And what do I what? say? Oh, hey. Yeah, sure, for sure. I'll be there. I get, get up, a deal out of it, I right? I shaved. I put on a great suit. Yep. Showed up to my office. It's 1030. Yep. And no one's there. Ghosted you. Just See, that's what it is. This generation now, they'll call you. They'll make your promise. They'll want to date you. And instead of doing the hard breakup, they just ghost you, baby. They just ghost you. And I called her, and the worst part about it was she said, sorry, something came up and just hung up. Bam. Never you heard got anything it. else. So, the high five, my friend. That's Austin. You'll remember him, the man that will not be ghosted again. Insurance broker, that's a big difference between insurance agent and insurance broker. Appreciate you coming in, my friend. I look forward to a grown relationship. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, Jay, for having me on. Awesome. So, Matt, that was a crazy by uh, surprise interview there. How much time we have left here in the segment? Two minutes in the segment here. Okay, so to close it off, you guys, I got a lot going on. I got a lot on my mind. Things are absolutely crazy. But like I told you, this is going to be a very, very fun show today. Matt, the drum roll has the title of Capital Gains, my friend. All of the stupid stuff that Chip Gains of Magnolia, Chip and Joanna Gaines, Fixer Upper, 
learn from all the stupid stuff that he did. So don't go anywhere. This is one of the most amazing books that I've ever read. Some of the things that his executive assistants have learned from him, some of the things that he and Joanne Gaines, his wife, have learned are absolutely amazing. Here's a funny thing. I'm reading in this book, and I'll give you this here before I go. Some of the stuff he has an extra added excerpts of input from his half a dozen executive assistants at the end. And some of the most crazy things, one of his executive assistants said that Chip went into his office on a Friday morning said, I'm leaving for the weekend and I want to make sure you go ahead and uh, get Polly pregnant while I'm gone. And then that's what I'll explain. And the other one is the fact that he came in and uh, he said, hey, I need you to call the uh, poultry division of Texas and get all of our chickens registered because my little daughters want to sell chick chicks this next week. So you thought we were talking about houses. You thought we were talking about businesses of flipping and finances. But we're going to find out more about farm animals after this break. Don't go anywhere. And during the break, go to ChurchillColorado.com. Come on, you guys. You call me. I appreciate it. At 330-1457, you know you can call. But go to ChurchillColorado.com. See my cute little mug. And then on the right-hand side, put in your information and say, Jay, I want to learn more about how I can get my purchase or refinance transaction taken care of. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Back after the break. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it. Chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be. You don't know how you met me, you don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye, all you know. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage and Patrick Giprich, your relocation consultant. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. We're officially into segment two of the Jay Garvin Show, where I'm talking today about capital gains. Now, this is not a book report. My dog did not eat my homework, but I am going to tell you, I read, first of all, the Magnolia story, which is the story of Chip and Joanna Gaines about a month ago. My daughter got it for me for Christmas, and I came back, and then I got the second book, Capital Gaines, Smart Things I Learned from Doing Stupid Stuff by Chip Gaines, and this book starts off with a couple funny stories, but as you get deeper into this book, like I found with most books, there's some real valuable stuff about, you know, you can give up your day job, but don't ever give up your day dream. Make sure that you can handle the business you have before you put more on your plate. These are the things that I want to talk to you about today. And if you're listening for the very first time, my name is Jay, and I'm your friend. Not only am I the host of the show here, I was uh, thinking as I'm coming into the station and talking to Matt. It's been since January of 2012, over seven years now, I've been on the radio and my hairdresser, Melissa, who is moving to uh, Salt Lake City now, says, wow, Jay, has it been seven years? Because she's been cutting my hair the entire time I've been on the radio. And it does not seem like 350 times that you and I have talked together. Because it's not about the radio station. It's not about even the mortgages. It's not even about the subjects that we have. It's about you, the radio listener. If you're listening right now for the first time, like, for example, Alan, 
The fact that you called this last week means the world to me. Here's another one, and I told you, because in this town in Colorado Springs, you absolutely never know when you're going to meet your next very best friend. I'm doing a shout-out to Alan Taylor up at uh, REMAX Real Estate Group. I work real closely with Jen and Brent Patterson up there. But I've been in the industry for 20 years. I've been in this town for 23 years, and Alan's been around as well, and we just don't even know each other, ever. And we're in the same industry. So I'm always looking for you, the radio listener, to be my next new friend and to introduce me and link me to people like Drew and Brenda, who I met through the radio, or to Violet, or like I said, to Gene Hare, all of these individuals, you I appreciate. And now, just through the radio, through one of my clients, I get to meet Alan, who's in the industry, listing an amazing house, you guys. If you're listening to me, you know that I talk a lot about VA military loans and VA benefits. Harris's are using that. I talk a lot about the three little houses and investment property and building a portfolio of stability. It's exactly why I cherish this time with you. Now, in the end of the day, I am also a licensed loan officer, and I want to earn your business. That's how I pay the bills. I have an amazing team of Kay and Ken and Kathy and Carolyn and Lena and Sabrina, and the list goes on and on of the people that I work with. Just started a great new venture last week with Dwight, who I also met through the radio So you have been a conduit of friendship for me, and you can always reach me at 330-1457. But it really is my experience in real estate. I own seven houses myself, a nervous Nelly with Justin Hermes, one of my good partners and best friends who's got a radio show right here on Caradio on Sundays at 1030 as well. Literally as we speak, he's listed one of my houses. So for the first time in 10 years, you guys, I am just like you on the other side. Every one of you that have sold or bought a house, I not only am on the business side of the mortgage transactions and the investment property and the property management companies that I have, but I'm a living, breathing seller just like you guys. And it can get nervous. It can get very nerve-wracking. I buy a lot. I've bought, I think, seven houses in the last six years. But selling is not my forte, of course. It's been since 2009 in the house I sold on Canoe Creek. But what I want to walk through with you today is this. Capital Gains by Chip Gains, a fixer-upper on HGTV, but more importantly, the co-owner of Magnolia. And the stuff that he talks about in this book is absolutely phenomenal. First, I want to go into some funny stories here. When he was extremely young, Chip Gaines, if you've ever watched HGTV and Fixer Upper, it's a great family-oriented. He and Joanne have four little kids, and you see them grow up in the episodes. It's quite amazing. I have watched through season one, two, three, four. Occasionally, I relax going into season five, looking at it, and I'll give you some heads up on that. But Chip Gaines, as I talked about in the Magnolia story, he has been starting businesses and flourishing with the entrepreneurial spirit since he was in his early 20s. He grew up in Texas with a great family, lived in Waco, ended up getting a scholarship for baseball, going to Baylor. That's where he met Joanne. But he was already cutting lawns and fixing up houses. He was known as the mayor of Third Street in the first book. But in this book, Capital Gains, it's great because it finished a lot of the stories that they started in the first book. And one of the stories they started in the first book was this whole renovation and flipper business that he started and how it grew into this eventual purchase of a plot of land to kind of dissect 
and develop college housing, which is great. A company comes in, kind of snatched and bought the 11 acres from him, as the story goes, and now they took and duplicated that whole concept on multiple campuses. So not only I really resonate with Chip a lot because we're very, very similar. I think he even has more of a bold attitude than I do because I have a Midwestern financial conservative streak, and I'm not saying that he doesn't, but that's what kind of puts the brakes on some of the things that I've done in my life. But you, the radio listeners, and a lot of people see me as bold just because I've got Garvin's Group of Churchill, which used to be Garvin's Mortgage Group, and we partnered and sold to Churchill Mortgage. Mike Hartwick's the owner. We are an employee stock ownership plan, but also my wife and I have generational properties is where we manage our six rental properties i've also of course got garvin's media group this show is a radio show you know you got the dave ramsey show but dave is really dave ramsey who's trusted churchill for 27 years and now trusted me personally for the last three years as his colorado mortgage representative in churchill really owns lampo companies and Dave Ramsey's went from, you know, a couple of folding chairs and an idea of financial peace and the seven baby steps to over 500 growing on 600 employees now with not the financial peace building, but the financial peace campus outside of Franklin, Tennessee. Well, with Chip and Joanna Gaines, they've grown exponentially in their businesses. And it's great to get to know these people through their book. I'd love to get to know them in person. We'll see if that happens. But that have visions and passions and daydreams that are equal or bigger than mine. Because a lot of people would say 10 employees is large. Well, people like Mike Hartwick, we have 400 team members that he's emotionally responsible for. Or you've got Dave Ramsey, who's got 500. I was very, very surprised to see Chip and Joanna Gaines with Magnolia Companies, which is, of course, the interior design. They do their flipping through that. They've got some real estate arms through that. Most of all, it's the store. And now they have a restaurant as well. I'll talk about it in a later segment about the seven R's he talks about. But the bottom line is this, is the Magnolia companies went from 100 employees to 200 employees up to 400 employees. They're up to 500 employees with a physical store and an online store. And during this time when Chip is extremely young, just a little lawn business, just I think he has 20 or 30 tenants, one of the stupidest things he did early on in this book he shares is that he was working a lot with the Hispanic crowd in Waco. In fact, Shorty is one of the guys that he does the contracting work with, and he decides that he doesn't know Spanish at all, and he needs to learn Spanish, so the best way to do that is to emerge himself in the Mexican culture, go down to one of the coastal immersion schools for learning Spanish, and the only time that they do this in is in the summertime, primarily meant for students, and Chip's like, I'm going to go do it, make it happen, just pack up and go down there, not thinking of what he's going to do with his lawn cutting business, which is a summer business, not thinking about what he's going to do for his landlord property management business when all of your college kids are transitioning, he's just like, I'll let my girlfriend Joe take care of it. And his dad says, that is like the stupidest idea you've ever came up with. And he packed up his dog in his old rusty truck, and he started to drive the 36 miles down to Mexico, only first to get his radiator overheated and shot out, and he's got to fix that. And by the time he gets down there, he starts to immerse. And I think a week or two into this venture, his girlfriend calls and said, if you're not home on Monday, not only am I going to let your businesses fall into the river, I'm gone. So he drives 36 miles home. His subcontractors are not being paid and stopping at his 
girlfriend's tire shop that her dad owns. But on top of that, he's got all of his tenants who aren't paying their rent complaining about this. He thinks it's the end of the world. And when he gets there at midnight and knocks on his girlfriend's door, he is a sight for sore eyes. And he is so tired, he is so scraggly, he is so smelly, that literally his future father-in-law kind of takes him in like the prodigal son and said, I can't believe you came back to face the music and the reality of what you left behind. And that was just the first stupid thing that Chip did. And he laid it out and he said, hey, I guess I need to know the finances of how a property management company works. I guess I need to know the billing and the payment of my contractors if I'm going to know what a lawn business is like to run. Well, don't go anywhere at all. I'm going to go into more details and more stories, and more importantly, what you personally can take away from these stories of capital gains, the smart things that Chip Gain learned from doing stupid stuff. And the biggest suggestion I'm going to give you before the break is that you've got to go out and try life. You've got to get off the sidelines. You have to step into the dusty, hot, sweaty arena of life. And hopefully you get a little bit of this right here on the Jay Garvin Show as we walk through capital gains, the smart things that Chip Gaines learned from doing stupid stuff in his life. A book review right after this break. You'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the news? For sticking with me, I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio. Best way to get a hold of me is 330-1457, 330-1457, so I can help you with your next purchase or refinance loan. I am talking today about capital gains, just some of the smart stuff that Chip Gaines, the owner of Magnolia Companies, one of the hosts or reality stars in Fixer Upper on HGTV. And I got mesmerized with these books because my daughter got them for me for Christmas. I'm huge on biographies. I've read Phil Knight's book, uh, The Shoe Dog, if you've not heard that. Darren Hardy's The Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster. Henry Ford's book is amazing. The Titan by J.D. Rockefeller is great. These are, and the list goes on and on and on and on. I'm now reading the book. It's more than a hobby. The, the story and the makeup of Hobby Lobby. I've read Truett Cathy's Chick-fil-A book. And the list just, just goes on and on and on. W- read Warren Buffett's books. Had the amazing biography by uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, all of these books that I've read, and this is just one more where you want to hear the story of adventurous individuals. And I'm going to tell you this right now, Chip Gaines looks very comical and a little bit humorous and flamboyant when he's on the 
show, meet some incredible individuals. But if you look at his work ethic, I mean, by the time this guy was 23, he was running his own businesses. By the time he's 27, 28, you guys, he's developing land. I mean, crazy, crazy story here that he talks about with he and his wife, Joanne, they call her Joe, buys more than 11 acres and creates a neighborhood called the uh, Magnolia Villas and starts to sell these off, like 38 developed properties. I mean, who does that in their 20s and early 30s? And even today, where I'm just over 50, he's just over 40, and all of these different life experiences don't come by age. You don't acquire these experiences as you get older because you have younger guys like Chip that has twice, three times the experience as me, and many people would consider me adventurous. I'm very, very excited uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I just formed another company last year. And for you as the radio listener, I'm excited because I'm going to get into land development and I'm going to educate and share with you along the way. But going back to this book, and we talk about the book, Matt, and all of a sudden I get the knock on the door. I just get back into the book, and you know what I got to do? It's housekeeping. Housekeeping? So I'm doing housekeeping here tell you guys a couple of things. Number one for housekeeping, over the last week or two, I've been promoting a new team member. I'm looking for one new team member. I've never come to you, the radio listeners, for help before. I always want to be there as a helping hand for you, uh, but this is the one time, and Matt, I believe it is the first time in the multiple years, even in the show, that I'm asking for your help right now. You, the radio listener, just you right now listening, have more influence collectively than I do individually. And I'm looking for a licensed loan officer, and I pray that the Lord would give us a connection and a miracle right now, because I've went to headhunters, and I've went to allied resources, and to people professionally who have helped me, and people who have contacted me who have applied. But I want the Holy Spirit to work through me and you, the connection between me, the host, and you, the radio listener. I'm looking for a young 25- to 45-year-old banker. Could be your local banker at Ant, Wells Fargo, the list goes on. Or it could be a lender that you know where it is a great individual, but they're not too excited at the company they work for. There's a lot of great companies in town with all of the banks, with all of mortgage solutions. Anybody you know who you feel and know that's the same culture as me, heart of a teacher, debt-free approach. Education is key for them. The seven baby steps, they know are like Dave Ramsey or respect it. They're high energy. They have the host mentality. But the person does need to be licensed. They do need to have experience in mortgage. And you call me at 719-330-1457. I'd love to bless you beyond belief if I can just have a conversation with these folks. We will all be blessed for it. And you're an amazing conduit as a radio listener. That's number one. Number two is this. Intentionally in the month of May here, welcome to the month of May. I do not have a uh, radio class next month. On the 18th of June is going to be my next invitation-only investment property class because I'm fine-tuning this. So in May, we have nothing but Tuesday, June 18th at 6.30 p.m., we have investment property for real people, class 201, just like the initial one is 101, this is 201, the Roadmap for Success. And you can go to Churchill, Colorado and sign up. But what I want to talk today about is these articles that I've seen in the newspaper. Number one, I want to talk to you about the fact that home prices are up once again. 
They're up again here as we've passed into May. We have consistently stayed above a median home price, above 300000 in Colorado Springs, and that is a very big deal because I believe this is going to be the last summer that you're going to be able to buy a median-priced starter home single family, no attached, own yard, four walls, garage for under $300,000. And I think it's great for the owners. I think it's great for the sellers. This becomes a little bit of a challenge for the buyers. And this leads to the second article that I want to bring attention to. I think this is one of the best articles in the Gazette and the best movements that City Council is considering. The Planning Commission has already approved it, and they're moving it before the City Council. And that's the Accessory Dwelling Unit Ordinance. And this is amazing. It's been in the Gazette. You call me at 330-1457 if you want to understand this better. But just in your mind, picture the oversized, super narrow, super long, rectangular lots in the old north end in downtown, south of downtown, where you have these long, narrow lots that you've got a house on it, you've got a little tiny cottage or maybe an extension or a shed, and these are R1, zoned residential one, not R2, R3, R4 that says you can have multiple units, but R1. See, back in the day in the 50s, in the 30s, in the 20s, in 1895 when they got you, bought this land, you put a house on it, and if you wanted to build a chicken coop or a garage on the back, that was up to you. In the mid-80s when they finished annexing in all the Broadmoor and Skyway and all these other areas, more than 13 to 15 of them, the city council and the ordinance tightened things up and said, hey, if it's R1, there's going to be one structure on there. You're not going to have multiple families. Anybody that's already done it is actually grandfathered in, but we're going to have no more of it. Well, and the city grew out. Now the city council, I think this is the best thing ever, because these young kids, these young couples, these young families, how in the world do they buy a 1,500-square-foot house for $350,000 on their income and make it work? How they do it, my friends, is the gig economy, supplemental income. These are the gaps. These are the blessings with Uber, with Lyft, with Airbnb, with VRBO, all of these supplemental income things that are around driving, around living, and there's more. I mean, there's so many more. I'm not going to talk about it, but right now they're considering, hey, let's allow the accessory dwelling unit ordinance to go into place where now you can build that small house. It helps with the infill in the city. It helps with affordability so people can afford the property, and then through an Airbnb or a long-term rental, they can keep an adult child or an elderly parent or a cousin or a nephew who wants to move out from Wisconsin or Texas or Florida or wherever to come in and supplement that $2,700 a month mortgage. See, for all your older folks that bought these houses cheap and now you think they're worth so much, what in the world do your adult children do? Is the alternative that they just live in your basement the rest of your life and you placate and enable them? No. I want to talk to these young professionals, have them call me, and I will teach them how to build a residual. That's what's going to be the subject of next week's show, the difference between ordinary income and residual income. Because if you're renting or your adult child is renting or your elderly mother is renting, that's what they're doing for the homeowner. They're creating a residual income for them. So this accessory dwelling unit ordinance is huge. I'm going to talk about that most specifically, the difference between ordinary earned income and residual income. Hopefully that's a great incentive for you to tune in. But on housekeeping, that's all I have. Highlight of those two articles, the rates and the treasury market are working really well. But what I want to do is I want to jump back in 
to Capital Gains, the story of Chip and Joanna Gaines, and he talks about the stupid things, stupid things that he did in going to Mexico, talks about the silly, stupid things he did in trying to put all his eggs in one basket by developing this Magnolia Villas. This is millions of dollars of leverage in your 20s, and I am adamantly opposed to that. I've seen so many people go all in, and I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, Walt Disney sure did this, and he went bankrupt a half a dozen times, and people kept saying that he was crazy. Colonel Sanders did this with over a thousand no's before he sold his secret recipe of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and before then he was selling these fancy molten shake beverage machines, but they didn't give up. But it's one thing to not give up. It's a whole other thing to leverage yourself. Even Donald Trump did the same thing. I think he went through at least one or two bankruptcies, business, I think the first one, or some situation where he had a lot of his personal property leverage. This is the situations that Chip Gain got himself into. And by the grace of God, it happened young before children, before marriage. But the biggest thing that I got out of this book is in chapter, I need to see, I went all the way through, fun, fun stories, but when I got to chapter 10, Waco, Texas, or Waco, Texas, is the name of that chapter. It's actually in page 114 in the book. He mentions the word scrappy. And this stopped me in my tracks at this book, and I read this chapter like three times. He said, we use the word scrappy so often at Magnolia, and whether you perceive that in a humorous or endearing way, it's a rally call for Chip and Joanna Gaines. See, to us, there's difference in that term scrappy than elbowing and roughhousing. He actually referred to the UrbanDictionary.com definition where it says, scrappy is someone or something that appears dwarfed by a challenge, but then compensates for the seemingly inadequacies through will, persistence, and heart. And Chip in the book right there that struck me like an arrow in the heart that said, these are the attributes that eclipse formal training, in his opinion. And that is so right. I was so proud in an instant, and I thought of my group. We are a scrappy bunch, meaning you need to have individuals on your team and in your life. I look, I go through hundreds of relationships to find people that are scrappy. And, and it's true. I've been doing this show for seven years, and never once have I ever walked into the studio and Matt wasn't there, my producer. Why? He's a Crappy little dog. Same with Mike Lewis. You know who hosts. I've been here for seven years, and, and Mike is just like the Energizer Bunny. They keep going and going and going. He just shows up because that's what resourceful, hardworking people do. Matt would never, ever, once, ever walk into this studio during our time and see me gone. I've not missed one week in seven years, not even with weddings, with funerals, the the death of my father. I've done a couple recordings because I've wanted to go on vacation, but Matt and I have never, ever, ever done a rerun because life isn't a rerun. And my show, I think, stays pretty popular because we've always got fresh information, and, and that is not a reflection of me. I'm just saying that I want to see resourceful, hardworking, persistent team members with a heart in my life, and that's scrappy. And we talk about how... 5% of the information that you hear 
is going to be retained if you're simply in a learning situation. But if you actually have to turn the wrench, if you actually have to fight through the Rubik's Cube and the problem, you're going to retain a lot more. So that's why I want you to call me right now going into a break at 330-1457. Let's you and I take some of this mortgage and housing material, and instead of just listening to it, let's you and I walk through it. Attend one of my classes with practical exercise, or let's you and I get your next purchase or refinance transaction started right now. Go to churchillcolorado.com or call me at 330-1457. Stick around as I wrap up the show on Capital Gains right here on the Jay Garvin Show, Caradale News Radio. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pump you up. Okay, so thanks for sticking with me. I'm flipping through this book right in front of me called Capital Gains. You know, I'm not the New York Times bestseller review list, but when I have a good book four or five times in the year, I talk to you right here at the Jay Garvin Show. I've done this with Christmas stories. I'm doing it today with a book titled by Chip Gaines, one of the uh, co-stars of Fixer Upper, HGTV, real estate renovation show, and also a co-owner of Magnolia Companies, Joanna Gaines, who's the co-star of that. And I'm going through, and I finished this last segment, I want to wrap up and give you the biggest takeaways about how Chip Gaines talked about being scrappy, about having people in his life that are resourceful, they have heart, they're hard workers, they're persistence, they have that will to continue. He said he got it from baseball. I got this from gymnastics, my gritty, scrappy nature. I got it from my father who would help us start a project and walk away and let us figure it out. And quite honestly, that's one area in my life that I want to do better. I want to enjoy the projects with my kids, teach them how to do it, walk away, let them figure it out. I like to do that with you, the radio listeners, introduce you not only to a mortgage, but actually teach you wealth principles for yourself, for your family. It's given me a tremendous amount of freedom. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the difference of earned income and actual residual income, how everybody in America knows how to do a job and earn a paycheck and earn money, but very, very few people, less than 5%, know how to make money, multiply money, build a concept, build a business, build a residual ongoing income. And that's what I get from the Chip Gaines Capital Gains book. That's what I get that fires me up about teaching you. And here's just a couple of machine gun shots back and forth from the book here. I want to talk to you about this, where Chip Gaines talks about insurmountable goals. It's funny, here's a quote from the book when it says, Something seems insurmountable to most, but we at Magnolia shrug because we eat insurmountable for breakfast. That's a really, really cute one there. That's important. Another one here, it says, never quit your daydream. This is really, really important here because throughout the book, whether you're familiar with Fixer Upper or not with Chip and Joanna Gaines, he's had a construction contracting company for over 20 years. 
He's like 42, 43 years old, and he's had this company for 20 years with guys like Shorty and others that have been from with him from the beginning. And I was talking to Kay, my ops manager, one of my best friends ever in business, saying, man, you know, I'm 51. I got out of the military at 31, and I've had some great experiences, but it is rare. I've been through some great relationships, but I don't have business partners that have been with me for 20 years. I have business partners that have been with me for seven years, but I guess I just needed to learn more. Age is not an indicator of maturity. You have some people that mature fast, like my son, or maybe chip gains in business, and it's taken me longer in the school of hard knocks. But one of the most surprising things that came out at me on this book is when Chip talks about never quit your daydream. It's one thing to have a job, but it's a whole other thing to use your resources and pursue your dreams. And with the finances that they got from Magnolia and Fixer Upper and so forth, they pursued a lot of their dreams. One of his is like to get a farm, to spend that time with his four kids. That's the same with me. It's traveling the world and having adventure. But he acknowledges in the book that the Fixer Upper is going really great as a series. It's expanding all their businesses. But he says, you know, it's hard for me to admit this. But it's the hardest work that I do, and it's not my favorite, because it takes a lot to be funny. It takes a lot to act natural on camera, and they are contractors, and they own an interior design and decoration company. They're not TV stars, he says. And right in the book, he says the final act is, hey, as much as Joanne and I were on the top of the world, we decided we couldn't do anything that more than two things well. And they were trying to do three things well. Number one is a family. Work on your marriage and your relationship with Christ and your children first. And by the grace of God, they have that right. And he talks about that in the book. And number two is their, their baby, Magnolia Companies. They've got 200, now 300, 400, up to 500 employees. And they've got a responsibility there. And they know that Fixer Upper leads to that the first, the second, the third, the fourth season. But in the fifth season, they went into it and said, this is the final act. This is the curtain call. We're done after this. And that's a very dangerous and risky thing. And I've been working and doing that with mortgage where I love to be the rainmaker and push relationships, but I've been doing my best to grow so Kenny and Kathy and Kay and all these other talents can help me take over in areas that they're most talented and administrative relationship-wise so I can work on the business. Joe Arorio, my coach, says this to work on your business as a business builder rather than in your business as a practitioner or a team lead. So I see how Chip and Joanna Gaines have done this. I talk, they also go through something that is called the seven R's, which is interesting because they say the uh, seven R's are they like um, reality. Let's see if I can find this here. But they talk about restaurants, refurbishing, Real estate, rehab, reality stars, they go behind the list of all the things that they see and think and know that they do well and back away from all of the other stuff. But in the final segment of this show, I want to tell you a couple of things. One, I told you I'd tell you the funny story from his executive assistants of how one of his executive assistants said he came in on a Friday, Chip Gaines did, to his executive assistant, and said, hey, I need you to actually go out and make sure that Molly gets pregnant. And the executive assistant said, i got to figure out how to go buy a stud and find a stud and get this horse bred. And that was pretty hilarious. Another one was when someone was told by Chip that you need to 
go ahead and talk to the uh, poultry and food division in Texas to get all their chickens registered because his little girls wanted to incubate, hatch, and sell chickies in the next month, so they had to do that as a task. And one of the funniest ones, before I give you the biggest takeaways and leave the show, is when Joanne Gaines went up to one of Chip Gaines' executive assistants as she was leaving town for an interview somewhere in New York and said, hey, I need you to repair my car while I'm out of town because I'm going to come back and put it on the market and sell it. And she ran out the door and the executive assistant shared this in passing with Chip. And Chip's like, whoa, 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 you are not to get that car fixed. She's like, hey, Joanne told me to do that and I need to do that. And he said, let's Make this very clear. If you have a question about who's in charge, just remember, when Joanne's out of town, I'm in charge. (laughs) Which is good, because that's how most marriages work. But these are the biggest takeaways that I want you to get from the Chip and Joanna Gaines story. And most importantly, as I close the chapter with Capital Gaines, is one, you have to live life to the fullest and you have to go for it. Give up your day job before you give up your daydream. Make sure that you please get individuals around you that you love, because... It's like I say at the end of every radio show, you guys, go grow and prosper and tell someone close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end. And that's the exact sentiment. He shares it and he says, please do this with your family, the people you love, build memories. You can't get them back. Everything else, if you can't earn a paycheck, at least earn a memory. And as I state to you, if you've not found your passion, your calling and purpose in life, pray to God that he deliver it to you because that's what Chip found with Magnolia and Flipper Upper. And that's what I found with you in this radio show. And go out there, write your book. I'm writing mine. It's not as funny as this one right now. I'll get there. But write your book and tell your story. And remember, tune in next week to The Jay Garvin Show as I'll be talking once again about home and mortgage talk right here on Cardio News Radio. Shake, 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 Sinora. Shake your body liner. The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Okay, I believe you jump in the line.